Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Grand morning to each and every one of you. I'm just excited to know that we can be right back on Facebook doing our audio live broadcast. Uh, This is actually the virtual Bible study, and I just want to welcome each and every one of you. I know Facebook is letting you all know there uh, that we are live, but we're also live on the Spreaker platform connected to iHeartRadio. And so welcome to each and every one of you. It's about 8.32 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're right here in Chesapeake, Virginia, within the U.S. of A. And so we thank each and every one, one of you once again. We're just grateful. God allowed us to be able to wake up this morning to see yet another day. And just for that alone, we ought to ask and just, just tell them thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for one more opportunity to carry out your will. Right? These are just some just basic things to do as we rise up in the morning, just giving God thanks. And so we welcome you. Now, this is spiritual development for leaders. And this is something that we do from Monday through Saturdays, and we try to start it around 8.30 a.m. So if you want to set a notification or an alarm to join us here on Facebook or on the Spreaker platform, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, now, if any at any point there's some technical issues with Facebook, I want to encourage you to know uh, that we also go live on our website for the TKO station. And that website address is www.leadershiptkostation.com. Again, leadershiptkostation.com. And so I just want to say, you know, I just want to let you know about that option. But what do we do here? Why do we do the virtual Bible study? It's just another way to jumpstart your day and draw you closer to the Lord. Now, you may have your own uh, spiritual disciplines, and I encourage you to continue with that, that one-on-one time that you have with the Lord in prayer and, and reading the Word. Or maybe you go to choir rehearsals or local Bible studies or other types of events with other believers. Continue to do that. That will help strengthen you. That will help keep you focused along this journey as a believer. Okay, keep doing that. But if you want a cherry on top, if you really want to delve into it, like first thing in the morning, every morning, uh, definitely join me here, right here on the timeline. So welcome to you. 
Now, here's the flow. Here's how we do things a part of the virtual Bible study. So we read a part of the New Testament. Then we summarize what we've read. And then we break it down and really try to discover how do we apply what we have just read. So application. right? We do, we do a whole lot of reading. Some of us do a lot of reading. But how often do we apply what we read? And that's really important in order to see a difference in results, applying what you read. And so we make it a big deal here, a part of the virtual Bible study, to talk about application of the Word of God. So let's go ahead. We're going to open up with prayer, and then we're going to dive into the Word. We're actually going to be reading Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. Okay, Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. Now, I know some of you, there are some people who say, you know, this is great, you know, and many people are just like, well, how, why is she doing this virtual Bible study? Well, here's the thing. Every one of us need to be reading the word, period. So anyone can do a virtual Bible study. Anyone can get online and just start reading the Bible. Anyone can do it. But if you want to know, well, Lakeisha, what's your backdrop? What makes you capable of coming up and and doing this? And let me tell you, every person that's called to the ministry They didn't wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm just going to go out and I'm just going to minister. I'm just going to preach God's word. They didn't go out and do that. Most of them actually run away from doing it. Can I just go ahead and say that I was one of those individuals that, you know, God was just really chasing down for a good long time and finally just said, you know what, God, you got me. And I used to always ask and question, why would you want to choose this small, statured little girl? from the inner city of New Jersey to minister your word. Yeah, Um, I was called into the ministry in 2003, licensed in 2005, um, and it's just been an amazing journey ever since. Now, do I go out there and broadcast, say, hey, you know, minister this and that? No, I'm, I'm just like you. We're just trying to live this thing out. All right. So I just felt the need to share that. I know there's some people who are technical with it and want to know, hey, is she ordained? Is she licensed? So (laughs) I just wanted to put that out there. So let's go ahead and pray. We're going to begin reading in just a second, but let's go ahead and pray. So Father in heaven, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for your grace, your mercies. God, you've just been awesome. You've just been awesome, Father. And we just want to say thank you. We thank you so much, Lord, for the use and activity of our limbs, being able to touch, to taste, to smell, to see, to hear, God, things that sometimes we take advantage of. God, we say thank you for the ability to use these things. And so, Lord, forgive us of anything we may have said, thought, or done that has not glorified you. Forgive us, Lord. Even as David asked, we ask the same, create in us a clean heart renew the right spirit within us. Help us to be men and women after your own heart. And even as we got this opportunity with technology to come together and and come before you in the reading of the word, we ask for wisdom and knowledge as we do read the word. Help us to understand how to apply what we read and and speak to us about, about the things we need to change, the things that we need to work out in our lives to be better and to do better. And so, God, we thank you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So once again, welcome, everybody. We're reading Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. We're about to dive in. If you're wondering what Bible type I'm reading from, it's the New King James Version, just in case you're wanting to know. All right. So let's go ahead and begin. Verse number 1. Verse 1. 
And this is Apostle Paul pre, um, ministering, by the way. He's speaking actually through a letter to the people of Rome. So here we are. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies, that you should obey in it its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Here's verse 14, the final verse we're reading this morning. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Amen, everybody. So let's just do a little bit of a summary of, of what we've just read on this morning. Summarize this really quickly. Okay, let's summarize it. All right, so let's go back to verse number one. Let's go back to the top here. So what we just really read, we're talking about how uh, as a believer, right, you know, being dead to sin, okay, and alive to God. You know, those things that we once used to do, those... Now, if you don't understand really what sin is, sin is simply missing the mark, right? God has standards. God has laws and commandments that he, he wants us to really follow in the Word of God. And he really outlines this throughout the, throughout the Bible, but more specifically in the Old Testament, it shares with you some things that he wants us to be able to fulfill as believers. And so when we do not keep those commandments or those laws that are in there, we sin or we miss the mark. That's what it means to miss the mark, meaning, you know, we sin. Okay. And so that's what this particular part here is talking about. But let's break it down a little further so that we'll understand what it means for us as believers. What does it mean today? And so verse one says, what shall we say then? Shall we, ser- shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? 
He's just asking the question, you know, since we have this grace now, this ability to be pardoned or forgiven, forgiven of sin, you know, should we continue to sin, right? He says, no, we shouldn't purposely or intentionally try to do that. He says, how, how shall we who die to sin live any longer in it? Well, number one, of course, is our sin is in, is in our nature. It's in our nature as human beings. It's a part of the flesh, right? It says in verse three, or do you not know that as many as a, as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? So when we come to Christ, when we, when we make that decision, you say, you know what? I want Jesus to be Lord and Savior. I want him to reign in my heart. Guess what? Just as Jesus died, that just means then that our old selves, our old patterns, our old habits, we want to lay them down. Our desire is to lay them down as Christ died and, and was buried. We want to lay those things down as well, right? And verse four says, therefore, we were buried with him. The, our old selves, our old patterns, our old ways of doing things, our desire is to lay them down through baptism into death, that just as Christ was, Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So just as Christ, right, he was buried, but he was raised, right, and walking in the newness of life with God the Father, that same thing applies to us as believers. As we lay those old patterns down, those old ways of thinking and living, some people call it stinking thinking and stinking living, the way that we used to do things. Now, because Christ rose, was risen from the grave, and now he's living with the Father, right? So shall we live. It's an example of us dying to our old selves and now living in the newness in the freshness of God or Christ, having that relationship with God. Verse five says, if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, Jesus, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Exactly. So as we were, you know, as we were baptized, right? For those of you, baptism is just a symbolism of dying to old self and being raised and walking in the newness of the relationship with Christ and with God. It doesn't save us. Baptism doesn't save us. Salvation occurs in the heart. But baptism is just an outward representation of that change. So, for example, when some people say, oh, my kid was baptized. How? Was there a heart change? Does that child or baby know about changing their heart yet? And this is the question that I always ask. Allow a child to understand what it means and the reason for baptism first before you baptize a child. And that's, that's, that's a whole nother message right there, right? But your old man, your old, your old self is buried uh, as you make that decision to come to Christ, um, just as Christ died, and you know that's the symbol, a symbolism of you dying to your old self, laying your old self, old patterns, old ways down, and walking in the newness. So you're no longer bound by the power of sin, because now as you confess the Lord Jesus, you would have that power that rose Jesus from the grave, that same likeness, that same power residing in you and resting in you so that you'll be able to walk in the newness of Christ.
right? And that new self. So you're no longer, what, slaves to sin. It says in verse seven, for he who has died has been freed from sin. So if you died with Christ in the sense of laying your old self down and walking in the newness and that fresh belief and faith in Jesus and knowing that the power, that same power that raised Jesus from the grave is that same power that resideth in you. Guess what? You're freed from sin. Does it mean that you won't sin? It doesn't mean that. It means that the power of sin does not, it, that there's no power uh, that that's conquering you uh, that's going to hold you down to just living a lifestyle, just a sinful lifestyle. But now you can walk in the power of God, you know, helping you to overcome sinning, right? Helping you to overcome sinning. Verse A says, now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more, right? Christ can, he died once and for all. So you making that decision to come to Christ that's a lifelong decision that you're choosing to live in the newness and in the power of God. That's your choice, a lifetime decision. Death no longer has dominion over him, right? For the death that Christ died, he, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, lives to God. It says, as the same, you also reckon or consider yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God. So you're dead to sin. You know, sin doesn't have power over you anymore, but you're alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So you're alive because Christ died and he lived. You are alive because Christ lives. It says, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey in it its lust. So you're still going to have that battle because the flesh is there. So the spirit may be willing, but the flesh may be weak. So you have to, as a believer, we have to stay closer and closer to God, stay in his word, stay prayed up every single day because of the lust of the flesh. We may be tempted to do things. Are we going to be perfect? No. Should we strive to be and walk in excellence? Absolutely. Are we going to hurt feelings? Are we going to do people wrong on occasion and maybe not knowing that we did so? Absolutely. Are you to get it right and apologize? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But do not allow yourself to remain condemned or to condemn yourself because of anything like that. Seek God. Be before God in his presence seek to get it right and move forward everyone here that final verse where it says in verse 14 for sin shall have no oh sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under law but you're under grace absolutely so because christ died when christ was raised from the grave he bought in his life his death his burial his resurrection entered and actually ushered in this period this 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 season this this what some people call it um a season of grace and that's where we are at right now. Okay. We are in this season, this time of grace. And so definitely walk in the newness of Christ. By grace, we're saved through faith by grace. This is by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus. We are saved. It's not of work. It's not anything that we can boast about. It's nothing that we can boast about because it's by faith in what Jesus did. So hopefully you all understand this and how we ought to be as believers and leaders. We ought to thank God, ought to thank God daily because of the work that Jesus did. And as leaders and believing leaders, spirit-led leaders, we ought to walk in the power of God. 
understanding that this flesh, right, it, 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 of course, it will actually try to lead you to sin, but because of Jesus and the power of God residing in you to help you to overcome the lust of the flesh. And this is the reason why God, why it's so important that we meditate on the word of God, that we continue to draw closer and closer to God and, 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 and just seeking him daily because he helps us to overcome. He does. And so I just want to say thank you to those of you listening in on this morning to the virtual Bible study. This marks the conclusion this morning. And so I encourage you definitely to share uh, this episode with others that you know, to encourage them in their walk with Christ. Maybe you're listening in and you're like, Lakeisha, you know what? I don't even have a relationship with God. I don't know about this power that you're speaking of. Well, guess what? That same power that I might have or that um, another one of the individuals you know might have can be that same power that resides in you. And it's really quite simple. You know, we don't make it hard. God doesn't make it hard either. He says by faith. Faith is the key. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right? So guess what? You have the unique opportunity to believe. You might not have been there thousands of years ago when Christ died on the cross, but by believing in the work that he did, you shall be saved. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that you shall be saved. Okay? And simply believing what we just talked about, believing that he died on the cross for you, and confess that you want Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior. The moment that you do this is the moment that he comes in, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and they dwell with you in your heart. One day we shall see him, but he dwells in our hearts, and he helps us day by day to become better and better, to become more and more like Jesus, like him, okay, in his likeness. And so confess, believe, and confess. That's it. And so for those of you listening, my fellow brothers and sisters, thank you so much for tuning in, uh, ready to pray so we can move forward with the day. And so God, we thank you so much for once again, awaking us up. We thank you for the opportunity to engage in devotion and delving into your word on today. We just pray God that you would help us to walk in the power that resideth in us, the power of the Holy Spirit, that we would overcome sin because sin has no dominion over us, but we have dominion over it. And so, God, we thank you so much for the work that Jesus did on the cross and how he overcame, rose from the grave by your power. And so, Father, we thank you. Thank you so much for our family members, our friends, our loved ones, God. Thank you for our children, for those who are parents. Watch over our children as they're at school. Protect them from hurt, harm, and danger. Let them do well in school, be under the best behavior, getting along with their peers, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And help us, God, bring us in contact with new relationships. Let doors be open. Let doors close that don't need to be open any longer. Let relationships come to an end that don't need to be in this season. God, let your will be done. Most importantly, we pray that the gospel message would reach every area of this world. And so, God, we thank you, we love you, and we surrender all to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. 
So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.